Well, we got a lot to cover today, so I feel like we should just get into it. I think we should. I'm really excited. If I wasn't a celebrity, would you be so nice to me? If I didn't have cheese like every day, would you still want to be with me? If I couldn't buy you diamond rings and all those other expensive things, would you be so into me? If I wasn't a celebrity. Lately. Welcome to Jessica Interviews Matt about celebrities he's encountered. My guest today is Matt Houchin. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so our celebrity today, I'm very excited about. When you uh, texted me this suggestion, I was thrilled. I think it's the first celebrity that I've met that you've ever heard of. So <laughs> Probably, <it's... laughs> yeah. I do know this celebrity probably one of the most on the list, for sure. And it's, there's an actual story with this one. It's not just <laughs> oh, like, good. I saw them you... and said hello. <laughs> the encounter actually <laughs> had some interaction. Yeah, a lot of interaction. This is fantastic. We started with Polly Shore, which had the most interaction, and this is probably the second most interaction of any celebrity on the list. Oh, this is excellent. This was really my first major encounter. So uh, go ahead and interview me. All right, so our celebrity today is Danielle Fischel. And for those of you who do not know that name, then you might know her by the name Topanga. So you, uh, you actually watched Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. I watched it, loved it, religiously. i just a huge Boy Meets World fanatic. And when I said you actually watched Boy Meets World, I didn't mean it like, why would anyone watch Boy Meets World? You actually watch Boy Meets World? I was just saying, <laughs> like, usually you don't. I have to educate you on the celebrity. Yeah, no, to... no. I actually did. So you don't need to tell me. You didn't need to tell me much about Daniel Fischel, but you knew, do need to tell me about your interaction with her because that's the meat of this. Let's get to it. Okay. Paint the picture. Eighth grade, 1995. <laughs> Brian Cordes and I are at Academic Triathlon, which is an after-school activity okay. that smart kids do. Yes, absolutely. Only the smartest. We have some time to kill in the school media center. We don't have the internet then. Nope. So we start perusing the magazines. There's a magazine, I think it was called either Bop or Teen Bop or Teen Beat. I remember those. It definitely wasn't Tiger Beat. I would remember that. But <laughs> in this magazine, this periodical, uh, it has addresses for like teen celebrities, such as Daniel Fischel, who's also, I think she's about the same age as me, maybe a little bit younger. She's 41. Okay, yeah, I'm 42. So there you go. Right on the money. And this is this has to seem crazy to, uh, to any in Gen Z that's listening right now, because if anyone wanted to get in touch with Danielle Fischel now, it would be very easy. She's pretty prolific on social media. You could send her a direct message. Oh. Uh, huh. You could reply to a tweet or whatever. So she might not respond, but I feel like it's pretty easy to uh, get in touch with celebrities. But back then you had to find out uh, like the address of their production company and write to it and mail a letter snail mail times have changed yeah so brian cordis and i had some time to kill and we decided to write daniel official a letter as you do we hadn't really watched boy meets world <laughs> but uh she seemed like a cool cute girl and uh we decided to write her a fan letter but we didn't want to write her like a typical fan letter because we're like she probably gets those all the time i have a big issue with like needing to be unique and um and i put a lot of pressure on myself <laughs> um so we wrote her a bunch of random questions 
and then didn't necessarily expect to hear back from her. But we did get a letter back from her, and I will... Should I text it to you or email it to you? Because I think you should read Just it. Just text it. Yes, I would love to. So let me get this straight. You're sitting there looking at a magazine, a teen magazine, and you see this chick who you don't know who she is because you've never watched Boy Meets Girl. I think World. I've seen the promos for Boy Meets World. I may have seen an episode, but it definitely wasn't like appointment television. Okay, so you knew, okay, this is the chick from Boy Meets World. Yeah, I knew she was a... Uh, an actress on the tv show i may have like thought i was too cool for boy meets world or something like that or like oh i'm probably probably almost 15 let's be real yeah you were that's for that stuff's for kids you were too cool for lots of things that stuff's for kids like jessica how old were you in 1995 like like jessica shugart in michigan yeah um i was nine like the nine-year-olds over in michigan so you're tuning in (laughs) you're loving boy meets world I'm, oh, I'm loving it. I'm a teenager. I'm too cool. I'm listening to Pearl Jam. But you're like this chick. I'm listening to Soundgarden. This chick's cute. <laughs> well, th- again, like we have not a lot to entertain ourselves. Like, what are we going to do? Read a book in the library? Yeah, yeah. This is very true. We're not going to do that. So we, uh, we, yeah, we just decided to get get clever and write write a letter. So, um, did that come through? Yeah, it did. The letter from Daniel Fischel, April seventh, nineteen ninety five. Okay. Dear Matt and Brian, colon, thanks for your letter. It definitely stood out from all the other typical fan mail. Don't get me wrong. I love reading all the mail I get, but every once in a while, a letter really stands out. And this was one of those letters. Two exclamation points. Yep. And yes, it was thought provoking, fun, and challenging. So here it goes. Two exclamation points again, by the way, after challenging. Sorry. Yes. You can't really tell from Jessica's voice. She seems disinterested, but. <laughs> and yes, it was thought provoking and fun and challenging. <laughs> so here goes. I will try to answer all your very unusual, bolded, and italics questions in the order you asked them. Yep. Do you want me to keep going, or do you, can I? Can I first? Can I make? I'm dying to just make one observation. Yeah, let's break it down as we go. <laughs> Maybe because it's literally front and center and also a word that I often have a hard time spelling, but she spelled a word wrong. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely is spelled with an A. Definitely. There might not have been spell check then. This is great, though. That right there tells me immediately that this is written by her and not like some sort of publicist on her behalf. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. So she asks every question and answers. So she basically restates the questions that we asked her and then answers them. Which is impressive that she retyped out all these questions. This is great. There may have been copy paste. No, no. Yeah, she would have had to type it out. I guess she has some time on her hands. <laughs> or she's just so impressed with our letter, which she is She just like, really I mean, liked great, you guys. How exciting for me and Brian Cordes to get this letter back. Did you guys include pictures of your 15-year-old selves? Maybe she was like, okay. Uh, I think we did. I think we'll get to that. Uh, we'll see. I haven't looked at this in a long time. She may comment on <laughs> okay. our photos or something. but. All right. If I could change one thing about the way I looked, what would it be? That's a great question to ask a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> and I... she answers... What? No, go ahead. What? I, yeah, I, now that I'm looking at it, that wouldn't be the first question I would ask a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> but uh, I think I don't even think we came up with these questions on our own. I think we like looked for interesting questions 
uh, like conversation starting questions somewhere else. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. There's probably another magazine, yeah. teen magazine that had top 10 questions to ask girls. <laughs> so this would not be on there, but uh, we, we, uh, <laughs> we curated, we curated these questions. Um, yes. From lots of different, from very, different sources. very reputable sources. Yes. Okay. So this is great. This is a great answer. Um, I would have to say I would change my lips. I have full lips and have never liked them. What would you change about the way you guys look? So come on, Danielle. I know. Like nowadays, people pay for those lips. Is it just a case of like nobody likes what they have? Like curly haired people want straight hair. Straight haired people want curly mm -hmm. hair. No, I think back then it was just I think this is uh, just a little proof of just the changing of the times i think back then thinner lips were just in all right i don't remember yeah 95 no no one was wanting to be like the kardashians with their lips she was a real trailblazer okay next question on the lip front yeah she was yeah but she didn't like it <laughs> would i rather be a rich and famous movie star or a great doctor who saves a lot of people but is not wealthy or well-known Ooh. This is like a very, I mean, it's kind of funny to ask this to someone that is a famous like TV star, at least. <laughs> like you, yeah. usually you ask this question okay. to uh, just a normal person, but let's see. Okay. Literally, that's how she starts it. Okay, period. This will probably be a politically incorrect answer, but I'm going to be honest. I think it's a great thing for people to be doing thing, something they love. That's what makes us all happy, right? I'm sure you, you love to play soccer and that's why you do we it. must have mentioned that we played soccer i love that you did that okay it makes you happy well i've never liked science i can't stand the sight of blood and i couldn't handle being around people who are sick all the time because i wouldn't find it very emotion i would find it very emotionally draining on the other hand i love acting and performing it's what makes me happy so i guess i would have to say i would rather be a rich and famous movie star with the money and the fame being less important than doing what i love to do and being happy I would also help a lot of people by doing a lot of charity work, which I do now, most mostly for terminally ill children. How did I do on that one? This isn't a test, is it? Man, she's she's got some great and witty answers here. And what a precocious little genius and just yeah. honest, knows herself. So, yeah, so insightful. Like a 13-year-old being like, this is probably going to be politically incorrect, but... Uh... <laughs> Crazy. Very impressed. Let me, I'm going to make sure we have her age correct. For, so I guess she's Welcome. born May 1981. Yeah, she would have been just about to turn 14. So I will, I'll refer to her as a 14 year old from this okay. point. 14 year old, 14 year she's old. Like, she's official. weeks away from her 14th birthday. So she technically is 13. That's, that's pretty young. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What advice would I give if someone's mom and dad were getting divorced and they were always trying to make him take sides in their arguments? <laughs> Where did that question come from? It sounds like uh, we're projecting or something like we, yeah. we, this is something pertinent to our lives, but it definitely was not. Uh, so I have no idea why we thought this was an interesting question, but it was just one of those questions. Okay. So she, she answers. It's interesting that you would ask that question. A good friend of mine is in this exact situation and his parents make it very tough for him. I would tell him to talk to his parents about how difficult it is for him to be put in the middle, that he loves them both equally and will no longer take sides in their arguments. Wow. Boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> 
He loves them both equal and will no longer take sides in their arguments. Yep. This is great. Also, very good answer. Yep. Thoughtful. Next question. What relation to you is your father's only brother's wife's only brother-in-law? <laughs> kind of a math question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she got it. Well, she answered it. I don't know if it's right because I don't, I don't got time to figure that one out. <laughs> Says that would be my father. Is yes. that correct? Correct. Yep. <laughs> okay. Way to go, Danielle. Uh, Tony likes indigo, but not blue. <laughs> he likes onions, but not turnips. He likes forms, but not shapes. According to the same rule, does he like tomatoes or avocados? <laughs> it's a tough question. <laughs> I don't uh, even know where to start, but she says tomatoes. And by the way, who's Tony? She asks. Yeah, very, very cute addition. She's very uh, clever. To add in there. Um, and she was correct on this one. I think we took this question from a Mensa test. The, you know, Mensa? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a genius society for our listeners that may not be geniuses. And it was correct. I don't, I, I think I looked this up later. I don't know why it's tomatoes and off the top of my head, but she did I know, answer I'm not, correct. I'm not seeing any patterns in those things. I'd have to look at it for a little longer. Huh. All right. So I wonder, I would love to know how long she spent looking at this. Yeah, this Shall is. Try to try to Google it. I kind of want to figure it out, but I don't, <laughs> I'm, we don't have time for this. So I'll figure it out later. T. <laughs> To be continued on that one. Um, all right. Oh, so I did. I looked it up. I do know the answer. And I feel like I would be amazed if you got it. Really? I would never. Yeah. And she got I it? Feel like when, maybe when. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, we can just make this a two-parter. And because uh, there's, there's more letters and things. Oh, gosh. I got it. Tony likes indigo, but not blue. He likes onions, but not turnips. He likes forms, but not shapes. According to the same rule, does he like tomatoes or avocados? I don't know why it's tomatoes, man. Tony likes things that start with prepositions. Oh. And I would In, I want to talk to Danielle on, now. Yeah, 2 four. 4 And it's and Danielle was like he likes tomatoes. It wasn't like I, I'm guessing tomatoes. She knew. No, she was confident. He, she, yeah, she for sure knew. Clearly a young genius. So we're learning that she's very self-aware. She's very good at boundaries. And yeah. she's a genius. Yeah. So, I mean, this basically wow. was her Mensa test. And she's in there at age 13. Yeah. <laughs> she passed. 13, 14-year-old Daniel Fischel got that question. And we did not. And didn't even know where to begin. All right. Next, I mean, next I question. did. In fairness, I began, but I didn't succeed. <laughs> and I probably, you're right, I probably would not have succeeded in that. Okay, next question. Am I anything like the character I portray on television? Which you guys would not know because you hadn't watched the show. So I don't know why you're asking that question. <laughs> but I certainly I think, would like to know. I think we knew about it. Like it was in the ether. Oh, like okay, I think fine. we didn't know the show. But And she says, I don't know if you watched the show last season at all. Also, interesting that she just doesn't assume that you watch the show. I think we said... <laughs> Since you're writing. I think we said, uh, like, Friday nights we're playing soccer, so we're not able to oh, watch. Oh, you explained to her why you... <laughs> that's that's clever. Okay. So she says, but Topanga was extremely strange last season. She channeled gods, meditated, and all kinds of weird stuff. This season, she's a lot more like a normal teenager. Topanga and I are alike in our morals and values. 
She is usually very kind and sensitive to people's feelings. Where Topanga and I differ is in the confidence level. Topanga is very confident and doesn't care what other people think about anything. I'm not quite as confident as her, and I care too much about the, what other people think. I wish I was more like her in that way. Gosh, this is a great, this is so great. Great answer. I'm just opening up like that to two strangers from Minnesota. I know, I love it. That's crazy. It's almost like this is a, a, a little bit of a therapeutic experience for her. Hopefully it was. Hopefully <laughs> Therapeutic this, and mentally challenging. Hopefully she <laughs> felt connected to us and uh, yeah, felt a, a, a lightness after <laughs> getting all this out. Yeah. So she then goes on, well, that was fun. Just so you know what the typical fan mail questions usually consist of and what the answers are to those questions, I'm enclosing a copy of the form letter I usually use to answer my mail. Thanks for making your letter so original. Wow. She she really went above and beyond. Well, I mean, clearly we went above and beyond as well. <laughs> yes. She's matching your commitment to the letter. Um, by the way, what do you mean you have better things to do on Friday nights than watch a sitcom? <laughs> okay, Question so, mark, four exclamation points. So I guess in our letter to her, we said, must have said the words, we have better things to do on Friday nights than watch a sitcom, which I don't know. <laughs> like, is. It's, it's playing indoor soccer was our better thing to do. I don't know. Uh -huh. that, I guess I still would think that's better, but it's, it's not like we're living some, uh, crazy party life on Friday nights. Yeah. But also, like, also typical 13-year-old, she responds to some smart-ass voice being like, we have better things to do to watch the U.S. And it's, I, I, we probably meant it, like, how boys tease girls when they have a crush on them. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, we just want her attention. It's a neg. <laughs> it's a neg. It's a tried and true strategy. It's a pickup artist. You got Daniel Fischel. Type of thing. <laughs> exactly. This is my one criticism against this 13-year-old child. Just <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> okay, so now she's now she says, um, now if your soccer games were televised, I would watch you play soccer, two exclamation points. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to say that's not true, but uh, kind of a flirty thing to say back. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I expect you to tune in on Friday nights from now on. It's only a half-hour show. You can get on with the rest of your life at 9 p.m. when the show is over. If you have a soccer game on Friday nights, you can't be <laughs> and can't be home. That's when your VCR comes in handy. <laughs> VCR. Just FYI. <laughs> yes. BMW will BMW will back on oh, Boy Meets World. <laughs> Took me a second. Jeez, clearly not a Mensa. <laughs> Boy Meets World will be back on the air April 28th. There will be a quiz later, so you'd better watch. Wow. This is great. I love that she explained to you in very specific detail that it's it's very possible for you to watch her show. <laughs> um, yeah, and those are all fair points. Yeah. And uh, okay, so and then she 15... says bye for now, Danielle. Uh, do you want to read the normal form letter that she sends? Yeah, I want to see that. I'll send you the photo she sent along as well. She sent uh, autographed eight by ten. That was up in my room for a long time. Coming in hot. Wow. Gosh, she's such a pretty girl. Matt. All my love. Okay. I'm just going to scan it. This is the form letter. Hi, thanks for writing. Right now you're probably thinking, yuck, a form letter. I agree that letters typically seem so impersonal. Uh, 
That's so funny. She just goes on to say, I'm going to answer the most commonly asked questions and tell you a little bit about myself. So it looks like the questions most people ask are, how old are you? What kind of music do you like? What do you do in your spare time? Do you like animals? It says most of you girls want to know what it's like to work with such great looking guys. Gosh. I apologize to any guys who are reading this. Well, <laughs> I need just three words to answer that question. I love it. But they are more than good looking because they are also some of the most terrific people I know. We spend a lot of time together on and off set and have become very close friends. If you, okay, so did you uh, write any letters to celebrities? No, this is not a part of the things that I uh, was very <laughs> interested in doing as a child. Never in your life? Never. I feel like as a kid, I would <clears throat> I would know that all these letters are coming in. Or I guess I did know that. And I, I wouldn't just be like, hey, how old are you? What kind of music do you like? What do you like to do in your spare time? Well, so that, that's, that, that was the impetus. For... That is the, yeah, that's the uniqueness of you. What can I say? It's a differentiator. Yeah, that's your differentiator in life. Always got to so, uh, make it creative. Exactly. That's why you got a response from Daniel Fischel. Okay, so next letter. You wrote back? This continued? Oh, there's, yeah, there's much more to the story. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> can we um, have an interlude? Because I'm dying to share my story of Boy Meets World. Okay, yeah, let me uh let me go to the bathroom quick. <laughs> You're not gonna listen. But I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna keep <laughs> okay. okay, you go to the bathroom, I'll share the story to our viewers or our listeners. No, I wanna hear it. So I'm just telling you. Uh you got a little while to think about it. <laughs> so, listeners, since Matt has left he doesn't care about my story, I'll share it just directly with you. My connection to Boy Meets World is this. When I was living in LA now I live outside of LA, but I was living in LA and I would take my dog, my brand new puppy to the park close by our house every day. And I kept seeing this guy there, this older gentleman with his dog and our dogs would play and we kind of got to chatting and he just looked so familiar to me. And I just, yeah, I just couldn't figure out or put my finger on where I was. Just, I just thought he was one of those familiar faces. And then one day we we're talking to another neighbor. I met a lot of neighbors at the park. We made lots of friends. And he was, he was saying to me, you know, there's this guy that comes to the park. Did you know that he is hey, I wanted to hear the it. dad from Boy Meets World? I wanted, oh. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Matt's back. I wanted to hear the story. It's okay. The listeners got it. You'll be able to listen to it later. Come on. I got to comment on it. Long story short, um, I had made friends with a dad from Boy Meets World and his dog because our dogs would play. And um, yeah, he he and I, I got pregnant around that time and he was super thrilled and excited. We just we just sparked quite a nice little friendship. Did you ever talk about Boy Meets World? No, um, I, I wanted to be like, I didn't want to be like a, f a fangirl in that regard. I did like let him know that I knew he was an actor at one point because we were asking about what each other's did. Yeah. And um, he was clearly more passionate about, he was, he's always very grateful. He said, I've had a great career and I've been very fortunate in my career as an actor. Um, but he was clearly very much more passionate around some of the more serious works. <laughs> he's like an avid stage actor still to okay. this day. This is the last story that I'll share, which is still just, his dog, you know how dogs are kind of like their owner? So he's kind of a quiet guy until you really get to know him. Um, 
not not the type of person that's just like, yay, I can't wait to strike up a conversation with a random stranger at the park. But our dogs kept playing and over time we kind of just got to chatting and um <clears throat> anyway, so his dog also was just kind of like he was not really that interested in playing with my puppy. He was just kind of like tolerate her. Yeah. <laughs> um my dog would just kind of run around him like she was very excited. And um one of one of the days uh, there was a dog that was off leash that was not a nice dog. But of course, my little puppy just runs right up to this not nice dog, despite me trying to get her away. And this this not nice dog like went into attack mode and was just, you know, like being really mean to my little puppy. And Henry, the other dog, runs over and just starts barking and snarling at this other dog, basically like just like, get off my little puppy friend. It was the cutest thing. Nice. And he... Yeah, so he was he was my little puppy's protector. So the dad from Boy Meets World's dog rescued your puppy from a mean yes. dog. Yes. That's a great story. <laughs> that's that's an I amazing know. celebrity encounter. <laughs> okay. Back to our regularly scheduled program, May twentieth, nineteen ninety-five, which was how long after she wrote you back? Took a while, but that's okay. That's another tactic, you know, well, make them wait a little bit. It's snail mail. I don't know when we wrote back. We might have waited. All right. Oh, wait a second. This is from her. Yeah. Where's? Oh, you don't have your letters. No. One of my big regrets in life is I don't have the original letter we wrote her. It might have been on Brian Cordes' computer because I don't think I had a computer even at this time. Okay. Got it. So but you're yeah, so... pen pals. You're full on pen pals at this point. Yeah, so we wrote back to her. I don't know exactly what uh, what we said, but maybe we can infer from this letter from her. Mm-hmm. Take it away. Okay. May 20th, 1995. Dear Brian and Matt, colon. Boy, do I ever stand corrected. Sorry about the bad information regarding the return of BMW. <laughs> I was as surprised as you are when it didn't when it wasn't on. The original plan was for Boy Meets World to return April 28th. Honest, can you believe the network didn't consult me before changing their minds? Question mark, two exclamation points. Anyway, it did return the following week, May 5th, and I hope you tuned in. I thought it was a funny episode, the wrestling one. In answer to your question about the fate of Boy Meets World, it has been renewed for its third season. Naturally, I was glad to get the news and I will be working next season. That's crazy to think that there was a time where she's just in her second season, not knowing if it'd be renewed for a third season. And now it's this iconic show and has a reboot, Girl Meets World. That's crazy. I'm remembering now. So I think we set the VCR. Oh, you took her advice. Yeah. So uh, for this April 28th premiere, I think she said it was coming back. And then so what I'm remembering now is in our letters to her, we wrote this like very over the top dramatic explanation of uh, like how <laughs> we, we put the tape in. We we're all excited to watch it. And then like whatever came on, we made it very dramatic. That's why she's like, boy, do I ever stand corrected? <laughs> Got it. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Where was I? The network kind of juggles their shows around this time of year to try to save shows that didn't do well in their time slots. Sister Sister was not doing well in whatever time slot it was in, so they put it in another time slot for five or six weeks. It didn't help it, though. Sister Sister has been canceled. Oh, sad news. Tia and Tamara. Anyway, sorry you had to sit through all of that crap, all caps, (laughs) that you sat through. (laughs) Okay. 
now maybe you will appreciate Boy Meets World more and realize that you have nothing better to do than stay home and watch. Two exclamation points. By the way, you should feel bad for making that comment. Should I feel bad? What was the comment? That we have better things to do on Friday nights than watch sitcoms. I mean, no, you were just nagging her. I mean, hopefully the next generation of boys that we raise is going to do better than you did. But But, but I think it is what it is. I don't think we're saying anything bad about her show or her performance or anything. It's just like we're trying to act cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess intention. I guess I guess we're disparaging her occupation and just being like it's not important like sitcoms are this frivolous thing we have better things to do yeah. who's sitting around watching yeah. sitcoms losers yeah exactly night. I mean a more emotionally evolved 15 year old explanation here would be you know we're really bummed because I'm sure your show is really awesome but yeah. we have soccer and it yeah. sucks that we can't watch your amazing show yeah. for all of our 15 year old <laughs> listeners that's what i would write today but maybe that wouldn't have got her attention as much no yeah i don't think it would have i I really don't that would have been like all her other fan letters it works where in this letter it's like she had to earn our acceptance so for something to teach the 13 slash 14 year old girls out there which that that's our biggest demographic yeah exactly (laughs) a lot of i look at all the stats and it's all mainly girls age 11 to 14 so (laughs) (laughs) so then this is going to be especially good advice for all of you it only works says so as far as we let it work so that's right i bet you daniel fischel is looking back on her 14 year old self and thinking man you know what i should have done i should have responded and just said you guys have disparaged my profession (laughs) i will not be responding to any more letters thank you goodbye and she, you know, she knows the word disparage, so she would definitely use that. <laughs> yeah, because she's, yeah, she's a genius, <laughs> an adorable genius. Oh, this is great. Okay, continuing on, <laughs> I'm enclosing a copy of the TV Guide. <laughs> Just a sarcastic little gesture. I thought you might enjoy. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> the episode coming up is a really good episode for Topanga. Normally, if you sneeze, you can miss my entire part of the show. That's a that's a clever line. I'm also enclosing new pictures. I don't want to bombard you with pictures or anything, but the one I sent before is almost a year old, and these are brand new. I know I have major hair in my eyes. Send me new pictures when you get some, okay? So we must have sent pictures before, and now she wants the new ones of us. Yeah, yeah, man, she was. I think she was crushing. Uh. Just gonna say it. Anyway, thanks for writing again. You write the most entertaining letters I get. That is high praise. If you write again, send me your numbers. Oh my gosh. If you write again, send me your phone numbers. I will call you sometime and we can have a three-way conference call. (laughs) You both seem like you would be really cool to talk to. I've only called a fan once and it was a nightmare. Remind me to tell you that story when I call you. Wow. Okay, but continue. This is getting juicy. So, love. Danielle. Love, yeah, the first the first letter that she wrote, it was just uh she signed it bye for now. We're on letter number two. Okay. It's love Danielle. Oh my goodness. And a PS. We we did ask her one more Mensa question in this letter. PS, as for your trinket question, the only thing I could come up with is knitter. 
I think it's a word. I'm ashamed to admit I had to look the word anagram up in the dictionary. And then she asks, where do you come up with this stuff? I hope you will let me know what the correct answer to that question is in your next letter. Okay, so first of all, where we come up with this stuff is the Mensa <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> That's an uh, easy so answer. Danielle, if you're listening now, coming up on 30 years later, now you know mm -hmm. uh, we I'm came sure up with this. Sure, she remembers you. And um, the question was: There's only one anagram for the word trinket. Um, what is it? And then she figured it out. And again, no internet. Yeah, there would be no way to just quickly Google. No. An anagram for the word trinket. Impressive. In 1995. She's quickly becoming my my 14 year old idol. Then a couple weeks later, I'm sitting in my bedroom at home. The landline rings, because that's all there is. <gasps> I pick it up. Hello. I hear a voice that says, is Matt there? And I said, this is Matt. And the other person goes, do you know who this is? And I, at the time, <laughs> oh I've, been talking, I've been talking to uh, Michelle, Michelle Anderson a lot, uh, famously from the Nickelback <laughs> cover song. <laughs> And this person on the phone sounds like Michelle. So I'm like, is this Michelle? Like, why are you asking me? We talk all the time. Didn't say that, thinking that. And she goes, this is Danielle. <laughs> and then I'm like racking my brain to think like, what Danielle do I know that would no have way. my phone number that's calling me? <laughs> I look to my left above my telephone and there is her eight by 10 glossy signed photo, Danielle Fischel. And I'm like, oh, great. oh my God. Uh, it's Danielle Fischel, it's calling me. <laughs> And um, then we had to pause while she called Brian Cordes and connected oh, yes. us. Three-way so conference call. So we could have a three-way conference call. <laughs> and I don't know. This is a lot already. This has been a great episode, Matt. <laughs> I think we can just wrap it here. <laughs> so in, in that last letter, she said, you both seem like you'd be really cool to talk to. That was not true. <laughs> so much, uh, much more interesting in written form. And still to this day, much more interesting if I have time to think about it and come up with clever. What? Come on. I just remember it. It was tough because with the technology at the time, Brian's voice would have to go all the way to California, then all the way back to my house, which was only like six blocks away. Uh -huh. But I couldn't hear him and he couldn't really hear me. So it was awkward where she'd have to like repeat what the other person said. Oh, interesting. So anytime either of us said something, the other person would be like, what? And then she'd have to uh, <laughs> to respond because it's the three-way conference calling technology was not great huh. back in the day. Um, yeah, I just think we were just awkward 14-year-old boys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I didn't get any phone calls after that. We talked. I oh. feel like we talked for a long time, like 30 minutes to an hour. But you met in person. Uh, that was at a – we met in person – Sophomore year of high school, she was doing an autograph signing with Candace Cameron and uh, the girl that played Urkel's girlfriend, not Laura, uh -huh. but like Maya or something Got from uh, Family Matters. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. So, And did she remember you? Yeah, we, uh, so she, we waited in line, finally get up to her and we're like, hey, Danielle, do you remember us? We wrote you letters. But, and she's like, oh yeah, I totally remember you guys. I still have your pictures. And then we're like, Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to go sledding, we're going sledding tonight or tomorrow or whatever. And she's like, oh, actually, I'm really busy and was nice about turning <laughs> yeah, us down. But we thought we'd take a take a <laughs> shot. Um, but I mean, we should have known that since she never called us again or wrote us again. I'm sure we wrote <laughs> her a letter after the phone call and just like didn't hear from her again. So we'd love to know. Oh, man, I, I don't think 
there was anything like weird about it other than we were just very boring and uh <laughs> you know what let's just chalk it up to 90s conference call technology that sounds okay. like the real the real culprit in this tragic ending of the story <laughs> we didn't have uh we didn't have our mensa question book handy with us no where we could just didn't. pull out questions she like, really oh, caught you off guard danielle i was wondering actually uh i was hoping you'd call because i was i thought of another brain teaser jonathan <laughs> likes space travel but not snow cones <laughs> yeah well it's not like you were expecting that by any means that's pretty that's pretty amazing that's a really amazing story it's a good celebrity encounter and uh, very uh, of the time, a good time capsule of 1995. Yeah, it really is. And my, um, we, we kind of set out to talk a little bit about my post-parenting experience. And this is perfect because the whole time I'm thinking, man, this is, if my daughter turns out as smart and well-adjusted as Daniel Fischel at 13, yeah, I think that's a win. If Danielle had typed out this letter on her typewriter before mailing it to us, you had stumbled across it as her mom and read through it. Oh, I'd be thrilled. I would find it wildly entertaining if I saw my daughter's writing this letter. I think it'd be really hilarious. I mean, she was very famous, though. I probably would advise her not to call. <laughs> yeah, well, like, especially, I mean, she says... You don't the know first, these people? She said, uh, I've only called a fan once and it was a nightmare. Remind me to tell that yeah. story when I call you. And then she called us and it was like, not a nightmare, but just a very monotonous dream. Certainly not how she expected, I'm sure. Like, these guys must be super outgoing and like so fun to talk to. Maybe one of them could be my boyfriend. <laughs> my Minnesota boyfriend. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> it's a tale of something that could have been for young Matt. I'm very bad at knowing when someone's flirting. Not saying Danielle was flirting, <laughs> I mean, but I am very dumb about that. And like, I will not know. And then years later, I'll be like, oh, that's flirting with me. I, I could have uh, probably could ask that person out or something. But um, that would have been really amazing if you just asked her out. Do you want to be long distance in a long distance relationship? Even better if you asked her out in the form of a riddle. Yeah. But I was very into Michelle Anderson at the time, too. So Yeah. Who looked a lot like Daniel Fischel, if I'm being honest, huh. now that I'm thinking about it. I love that you still have the letters. Um, do you think she got a lot of fan letters from boys? Um, From her form letter, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah. It's, it sounds like she probably got letters from girls who just looked up to her or thought she was cool. I wonder if she kept some of those. Or if she still has all those, or, like or how many she got, I'd love to know. Yeah, if I had to guess, because because her saying that your letters were the most entertaining that she received, <laughs> that's very high praise. Yeah. So if I had to guess, most of her letters are from girls, much like herself, or younger girls maybe who kind of looked up to her, like me, for example, my you know at the time nine year old. Right. And I probably would have asked her questions like, "Do you love animals?" <laughs> What do you do in your spare time? Yeah. And then you guys kind of like strayed from the norm. We're clever. Yeah. We were just like, we don't even know your show really. Yeah. We don't care. You, you nagged seem her. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. You can write us back. We don't care. We're just, we're at academic triathlon. We're just bored. So we're bored in the library. Well to Topanga. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a few mentor riddles for you. Whatever. Answer them if, if you want. We're going to go listen to. Dr. Dre now. <laughs> yeah. This is great. 
Well, this is a fantastic story. Hopefully I was more interesting telling the story now than I was on the phone with Daniel Fischel in yeah. 1995. <laughs> but only she can be the judge of that. And maybe she'll listen to this when I tag her on Instagram. I think you definitely should. And she seems like the type of person that might. And like, if you do, Daniel Fischel, call me up. We can be friends. Yeah. I probably live in your neighborhood. Yeah, I do remember she told us she lived in Calabasas, but that was 30 years ago. So that's pretty close to you, right? Yeah, it's right down the street. I'm looking for friends. Yeah. I think she has some kids. Just had a kid myself. So <laughs> I'm just, re she's friends with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Are you looking at your mutual follows on Instagram? <laughs> no, no. I'm looking at her uh, Wikipedia page. No, she genuinely sounds like a very interesting, like uh, one of those celebrities, especially a child actor that actually was fairly well-rounded and turned out to be a good person. Well, how sad would it be to look at this letter of like the most adorable, precocious child and then had she died of a drug overdose or something at <sighs> 25? That'd be heartbreaking. Just be like, oh my God, how evil is the world? On that note, uh, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jessica, do you think Daniel Fischel is on Cameo.com? Um, no. You are correct. Yeah. You got one right. <laughs> Finally. I got a string, a string of bad ones. I'm on, I'm on a... What are you looking I'm at on now? Official, I'm on official, a official Wikipedia <laughs> spiral. An official, the official, official, <laughs> An official, Wikipedia? official Wikipedia spiral. This is great. No, I really think we could be friends. Maybe I should just end this podcast with my phone number. This is the 2023 way of getting someone to call you. <laughs> if I couldn't buy no diamond rings, still want to be with me. If I wasn't a celebrity, yeah.